listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mir, on this Wednesday morning. It's a light brunch today as we make way for the Chief Executive's policy address at 11 o'clock. But we're really delighted to be joined by Cruzy McCalligan for this week's midweek audio column. Cruz, I'm glad to be able to have you on um, at 10 o'clock. Uh, how are you doing this week? I'm great. Isn't this weather beautiful? It really is. You know, it's funny. Um, we always talk about the weather. It's because yeah. sometimes... <laughs> I walk up a broadcast drive um, when I park the car down in the where there's like more parking down there, and it's so hot. And I just think, why? I'm only walking about 500 meters. Why am I sweating so much? But this morning, not a problem. That's the thing, and I think we always talk about the weather because I think we're both people who are very affected by it. You know what I mean? Our mood, our routines—they are weather depending. They are (laughs) weather depending, absolutely. So, what have you got for us this week then? I'm going to talk about the waltz. Ooh. The dance, yeah. Very nice. Are, are you a bit of a dancer? Are you a waltzer? Not at all. I'm like a, a rhino in flip-flops. Um, <laughs> I can't, I, I would love to be able to dance well. It's on my bucket list of things to do, like some really intensive dance classes with my husband because I think it would be really fun. As a freestyle, expressive, abstract dancer, I bet I'm brilliant. Think, <laughs> I've seen your moves. I, you don't sell yourself short. You've got moves that... Thank you. Thank yes, you. very good Thank moves. You. Um, well, actually, the thing is that my whole family have been watching this program in the UK called Strictly Come Dancing. Have you ever heard of it? Yes, Where I you have. have. Yes. <laughs> so they like pair up a celebrity with a professional dance and choreographer, and then they do these dances every week. And it's really exciting for me to watch it at the moment with my daughter because one of the celebrities is a Paralympic gold medalist called Ellie Simmons who has dwarfism and my daughter has dwarfism so it's been really exciting watching because it's like that thing of anybody can dance representation anybody can dance you know like um, there's not one type of body that can be a dancer all those sorts of things and it's been really exciting watching it and one thing that comes up every week is they have to they do ballroom dances right so they've been doing the waltz and I won't lie I don't think I ever had a very high opinion of the waltz it didn't sound like something that would be fun or beautiful or elegant or whatever, you know. But at the same time, I feel like, um, I definitely feel like it's been um, this really incredible thing watching the show and recognizing how um, how special it is to, to be able to ballroom dance. So with that in mind, I thought we'd talk about what the waltz actually is, because it's kind of the quintessential ballroom dance, right? We're waltzing. Yes. Um, Now, a waltz is a piece of music with a rhythm of three beats in each bar, which people can dance to. Its name, the word waltz, which is actually a great word, right? Waltz is a great word. It comes from the German word waltzen, meaning to turn or to glide, sort of of, uh, rotation, roll kind of thing. And it's thought to have developed um, either from folk music or associated dances in rural West Austria um, or from an earlier dance called the Volta in the 16th century. And this is quite amazing because it goes back really, really far. Now, waltzing is actually very similar to early peasant dances. So when we think about people waltzing, we think about very high society, a big banqueting hall, a big dance floor, gorgeous gowns, right? But actually, um, even though it was popularized by these sort of opulent ballrooms of Western Europe, 
where it was, you know, people in the aristocracy and royal courts. It had always been popular among peasants in Bavaria and other parts of Germany for decades who didn't really have the same sort of strict rules of etiquette adhered to by the upper classes. So when you watch ballroom dancing and you know anything about ballroom dancing, which I don't, but I'm learning a bit, it's like, it's quite technical. There's lots of things to look out for. You have to hold your arms a certain way, your head a certain way. You have to wear certain things, turn your foot out a certain way. There's a lot of technicalities to make that dance what it is but once upon a time it was a whole bunch of peasants in Bavaria just having a great knees up right <laughs> which is quite amazing um you know the, the waltz is a three-bar music I was just thinking um in in Cantonese we often say bom ta ta bom ta ta I remember my grandma <laughs> used to always do that when we used to dance like you know just for fun uh she used to always say bom ta ta it made me think, oh, yeah, maybe that is the three-beat waltz. Uh, it is. <laughs> it is. That's a beautiful story. That's absolutely it. Um, and that just shows kind of how cross-cultural it can be as well, that kind of beats per minute as well. Um, so, yeah, so it's quite inc- quite incredible. Now, it wasn't like you think, we think of it as very formal, right? A waltz dance is very formal. Yeah, like I ballroom dance. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, of all the ballroom dancers, would you just, I wouldn't describe the waltz as possibly the most sexual or like you know, suggestive dance. Yeah, not really. You know, no. you think like maybe the tango or the salsa, salsa or something. Yeah. You know, those sort of things. But actually, once upon a time, it was considered obscene and immoral. <laughs> yeah, because of the Showing proximity the of the dancers. Oh, because they're <laughs> yeah. they're close to each other. Yes. So previous formal dancing styles involved very limited human contact, like hand-holding at most, whereas the waltz was much more tactile and fast-paced. And this led to newspapers panicking about its impact on kind of conventions of the time. So it was like people were like, goodness me, you sh- we shouldn't be doing this. This is really not, this is not what we should be doing. Wow. It's very, very naughty. Um, but yeah, so it's quite amazing in that way that it was, you know, it, it was thought of as a thing. Immoral. Wow. Absolutely. Now, before the before it um, yeah, so before it became this sort of court dance, um, it, court dances were always very procession based, tightly controlled, and consisted of all these sort of complicated movings and timings. But importantly, waltz people never actually touched while dancing; said so they danced around each other. And then the waltz introduced this thing where your bodies touched, and this was just really, really scandalous. So the other thing was the men, the male dancers held up the dresses of their partners very high so that they should not trail and be stepped on, right? So, And then sometimes that kind of wraps them together, which was really just like very indecent at the time. And um, and as they waltzed around the darker side of the room, um, people would have a little kiss sometimes, <laughs> which is so sweet. Um, you know, so it's kind of like, I don't know, I just, I just, I've, I've developed this real affectionate affection for the waltz. Um, but it wasn't always considered such a, um, such a popular dance. In fact, some people thought of it as actually a bit too simplistic. Um, some concerns with professional dancers thought the ease with which the waltz could be learned would result in the devaluation of their profession and that the basic steps of the three, four waltz were quickly um, picked up. So it wasn't like everybody wasn't, could do it. Everybody could do it. As you just said, bum, pop, pop, bum, pop, pop. <laughs> Any of us can kind of get that very simple rhythm, right? But despite, despite all these reservations and scandals around it, Queen Victoria absolutely loved this dance. So um, she... 
uh, it was, she was a huge fan at the time, Queen Victoria, and she was an avid ballroom dancer. And she took to the new style with so much enthusiasm with her beloved German Prince Albert. And they would just waltz and waltz and waltz together. Now, following the American Civil War, the waltz became a prominent fixture on the party scene where American proponents of the dance developed their own styles. And so that's where we have things like the Boston waltz and the um, and these all these other different types of like waltz regional that you can do. Waltz. Regional waltzes, wow. yeah. Um, so, yeah, so the, the, the one that we think of as kind of the English waltz um, is that 3-4, um, but it's not really English because obviously it started in Austria. But um, there's lots of other types, and the Viennese waltz is much quicker than the waltz and things like that. So there's all these different types of um, the waltz. But um, I, um, I was talking to you earlier today, and we, I shared a piece of music, the, um, the Blue Danube by Johann Strauss, um, which is a really, really famous piece of music for waltzing to. And interestingly, um, it was it was one of those things that we often associate with the waltz because if, even if you watch movies today and they're, they're talking about that era, the Blue Danube, which is one of uh, Strauss's most popular compositions, um, compositions is um, an incredible piece of waltz music. Now, Johann Strauss composed his first waltz at age six which I just learned today, wow. which was kind of amazing. He didn't write that at age six, um, but he was commissioned to compose that piece of music, The Blue Danube. Um, and I wish I could sing it or like hum it, but it's that kind of do, 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 do. Is that right? Yes, very <laughs> do, good. Do, 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 do. Um, anyway, but he did this in 1865. And actually when the piece of music first came out, it was it was a huge flop. It had lyrics at the time, which I don't know how you'd have lyrics to that song. Um, but it was not, it was a complete it's flop when it came. It's cruisy minute. What do you call him? <laughs> Sorry, it was a terrible attempt. Oh, it's brilliant. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Um, but anyway, so, um, yeah, so that the public were not pleased with the lyrics because they obviously hadn't heard your version. <laughs> and this forced him to perform it as an instrumental piece instead, which unsurprisingly became a real smash hit. Um, and it, the, the theme um, of the Blue Danube became so popular, it was probably one of the most well-known tunes of the 19th century. It was like, if you can think about it, like it encouraged the sort of spread of this waltz because it was such a catchy piece of music. It's like, when you think about our modern equivalents, we've got like, I guess, like Gangnam style, like maybe oh, that yeah. is something, yes. you know, where like you have a dance and a piece of music together that you, that everyone kind of wants to get involved with. Yes. Um, but it's quite amazing thinking about that that was happening such a long time ago um, as well. And all these different courts and all these different people um, who were really into the waltz. Um, but of and also pre-internet days as well. So you'd have to actually watch somebody physically doing it mm. and not just watching it online. So Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that's the other lovely thing when we think about like learning a dance, right, um, is that at the time um, it would have had to be, you know, it would have been like such a scandalous thing to watch these people go, hey, hey, let me show you something and then have like a, a spin around on a dance floor. But it was very inspiring to lots of composers. So as we said, it starts as this kind of peasant dance with peasants kind of having a bit of a knees up and then it kind of evolves. It kind of gets taken into the aristocracy. All these sort of idiosyncrasies get added to it, these technical things. And then a whole load of composers are really inspired and they um, they write all these different works for the waltz, for people to dance to, which is so funny because you think now today we have that with like Calvin Harris with some really banging drum and bass oh, to get yeah. people on the dance floor. But once upon a time, it was people who had written a waltz at age six <laughs> who were <laughs> who were trying to do this, you know. 
Um, and actually, what we can credit the waltz with the creation of public dance halls, because as they were, you know, once kind of kept in these big courts, royal courts, aristocracy, that's where people can dance in this way. The rapid popularization of waltzing, because it leaked, it leaks, right? It leaks from the echelons of society into the everyman, and anybody could learn the waltz, because everybody could go boom, pop, pop, boom, pop, pop, right? <laughs> so you could do it. And so um, this led to the opening of public dance halls, Wow. And everybody could go to these dance halls. Or well, I think for, for maybe not everybody, but it, I guess it was a little bit more open. It was yeah. definitely more open than just like going into a royal court, right? That's you weren't true. going to be allowed to go into a royal court. Um, but it's quite remarkable in that way. So people thought that the waltz was too, they thought it was too simple, but it has lasted such a long time. And today we still dance the waltz. I think I remember doing it at school once or twice in like a little dance class or something like that. But um, I have had a really, uh, I've had a really uh, kind of, I don't know, maybe I thought it was too stuffy or something in my own preconceptions. But recently having watching this dance show and watching people do the waltz to kind of modern pieces of music, um, really fun, cool, modern pieces of music. It's been amazing to see that actually it's a really beautiful, beautiful dance. And um, and it was really amazing watching Ellie Simmons, who has achondroplasia dwarfism, doing the waltz, where the waltz has all these kinds of real things that you have to do. You have to hold your arm in a certain place. You have to put, you know, your partner's body needs to be in this direction towards your body, all these sorts of things. And for somebody of short stature, she did a waltz with her partner on the show. And it was remarkable to see that you're like, wow, even a dance with such a long history and so many things around it about what you should do and you shouldn't do and so many conventions can still be evolving and can still kind of have that inclusivity to it Absolutely. that we can I must, adapt. I must try and watch it as well. Mm-hmm. And um, Ellie Simmons was a partner of Average Height. Also. Yes, yes, That's... yes. He was average height. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's average height. It's very remarkable to watch, actually. And they do a waltz together, and it's absolutely beautiful. I won't lie. I was yeah. quite teary watching <laughs> it because it was such a beautiful piece of dance. Um, but it was just amazing to see that that's how it's been. It's you know that it's still evolving today, and um, it's made me want to go and dance the waltz as well. Oh, well, I think that that can be like a, a summer project for you, Cruzy, when you're less busy um, or, yep. or winter project, whatever, it's, it'll be indoors. Um, but yeah, I, I know what you mean. There's something about modernizing these sort of old fashioned dance to like uh, new music or like to modern music that makes it like, wow, this is so cool. Or it can, well, yeah. Can be cool. Yeah, it was, and I think it's it's been lovely to kind of see that coming up again um, with with ballroom dancing and and waltzing as well, and um, and I think it's interesting because actually in this part of the world, uh, like in Hong Kong and in China as well, people love to dance. Yeah. They love to dance, and ballroom dancing is well. Let's flash back to the COVID scandal of the dance cluster. Oh, yeah. Do you remember? I do remember. Yeah. <laughs> if anything is an indication on how people are so devoted to their dancing, it's that. <laughs> it's, it's many, many women in their sixties getting embroiled in a COVID scandal. Um, but you know, because people just love to dance, right? So I think I've talked about just dancing in general in the show before, but it's quite remarkable that. Um, this kind of formal style of dancing is so important um, to so many people today. 
I agree. I I would like to give it a go now. I, yeah, I used to think maybe it was a little bit old fashioned, a little bit boring, but it's actually quite a, an easy one to learn. I'm not saying that the style will, will be perfected to make it look re- look really elegant, but you know the three steps is actually quite an easy one to to, to master. Yes. yes, and it would be satisfying to do it as well. I think that's why I'm trying to find a dance partner or rally my husband to to find an open space and try it with me, so that I can just be like, I think it would be very satisfying to do it. Anyway, I have two quotes to finish on today. Yes, go for it. Um, these are both from a violinist actually called Andre Ryu, who wrote waltzes, plays waltzes, loves waltzes. The guy just loves waltzes. Okay, and he said. Um, Firstly, he said, the waltz is a very important part of my life. Uh, it's a very important way for me to express my positiveness, bringing humor to the world. And I thought that was really lovely, actually, because I was like, you know, you wouldn't have Aww. thought of it being uh, a humorous, humorous thing, but it is yeah. fun. It is fun and it is uplifting. Um, and he says, he also says, the waltz can be sad and at the same time uplifting. You have to see life from both sides. And the waltz encapsulates that. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really beautiful. Yes, yes, absolutely. I mean, you can only appreciate the good times if you've had some bad times and sadness and happiness. It's just, you absolutely. know, yeah, both sides of, well, sorry, one one side of the, the same coin, whatever the time is. That's the one. So, yeah, so it's it's the waltz. That's the waltz. Um, it has, it's still surviving. It hasn't gone extinct yet. There was a time, actually, before I go, I can mention there was a time that it nearly became extinct. Um, during the time of the First World War, uh, waltz dance routines became much, much more relaxed, probably because everyone had a lot more on their minds, and dancers dancing much closer to each other than ever before. But then there was this newborn craze of the foxtrot, which oh, completely yeah. destroyed the popularity of the waltz after the end of World War One, especially in the United States, where it became completely overshadowed by other dancers, but yet it survived. So it hasn't gone extinct. It survived. There's still something magical in a waltz that has continued to capture our attention and our feet, our rhythm. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, foxtrot. That's a. Is that quite similar to to the waltz? I think it's faster. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it's like as you as you see that everything, I guess, if anything, we can look at so many different kinds of dance and dance sped up so much because I guess we all sped up so much. Right. Whereas you had the once upon a time you had 17 hours to have like some long royal court waltz, um, waltzing you know, celebration of, um, and then you just waltz and waltz and waltz would be really slow and considered. And then things just got faster and faster. If you think about like the 50s and 60s, even the music changed. Exactly. Music became faster, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's quite interesting. But anyway, it's a really ironic thing to think that at this point in my life, I feel like I don't have a lot of time or space to dance, but (laughs) I would love to be dancing all the time. And um, watching dancing has definitely inspired me to try and get amongst it soon enough. Especially if anyone's listening who wants to give um, me and Noreen some dance classes. We'd love to. <laughs> Absolutely. <clears throat> Cruz, thank you so much for inspiring us to pick up uh, uh, some of our dance moves and, and maybe waltzing is, is, the, is, the way, is the way forward. Cruz, thank you so much for your time this week and I look forward to more uh, audio columns with you next time. Thank you so much. See you.